Welcome to Today with Jared James. And now, your host, Jared James. And we are live. Uh, welcome, everybody, to Today with Jared James, episode 87. Um, straight back from uh, doing a couple of crazy trips. We'll talk a little bit about that. But I am joined uh, today um, by Alexis Brzezinski, who it feels weird to even say Alexis. The only time I that know. I ever say Alexis is when I'm typing out the email. I, I almost feel like that needs to change because <laughs> it's nowhere else that um, uh, that I use that. But I'm joined by Lex. Uh, who runs our marketing department. You want to say hi to everybody? Hi, everyone. <laughs> um, if my voice cracks, everyone, I'm not going through puberty, uh, just trying to gain my voice back before hitting the road again. So um, we've got kind of a cool topic today. I forget the exact title, but I think we're going to talk about real estate trends. Yeah. Real estate trends. Real estate trends, social media, some tips. All tricks. right. You want to tell everybody about yourself? Uh, I think, is this this the first time you've been on the podcast? Yeah, this is the first time. I've actually wanted to come on for a while, but you said that I had to Didn't come up with long. a good Yeah, you got to come up with something. Yeah. I actually, I thought about it the other day. I was driving and I was like, you know what? I want to be on the podcast. And I was texting you while I was driving. Is that when you wrote me and said whatever? And I said, good, send me an outline or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Like it's illegal. I'm driving right now, but it, that's great. I mean, that's when your best ideas come to you. Um, I'm. Nervous. I would argue the shower, driving shower. Well, yeah, shower is a good one too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like whenever you just like turn everything off and you're just like, let me just let me just focus. There's no distraction. You can't hold a phone. You can't do whatever. It's just like let me just think. Yeah, yeah. driving and shower. Yeah, that's <laughs> Hey, you know what? It's a very true thing. Um, I actually said this uh, last week. I was talking about you know, practice, uh, uh, amateurs practice enough to get something right. Pros practice so much they can't get it wrong. And I use the example, you know, haven't you ever driven home and like you get like a turn from home, you've been driving for 18 minutes or whatever. And it's like, I don't even remember getting here. Yes. I don't remember turning the car. I don't remember stopping at a stoplight. I could have hit a child. Literally all I don't remember anything. Yeah. Yeah. And or sometimes, yeah. sometimes you just are staring for too long that you kind of just, you don't doze off because you're aware that you're driving, Yeah, but you're just like, wait, how did I get here already? When you were just like down the street, like 20 seconds. Isn't ago. that an amazing thing where it's like, you do something so much that you don't even realize you're doing it. It's like, it, it, it does prove that point. It's like amateurs do things enough to get things right. Pros do it enough. So they can't even, they don't have the ability to get it wrong. And that's not an intentional thing, but driving home is a great example of that. It's like when you do something so much. You don't even know, like, for example, the intro to today's podcast, right? Saying the name, saying whatever. I don't even remember saying it. It's just like, you just kind of like, welcome to, you know, like yeah. you don't even think about it. Yeah. It's just a, it's a second nature thing. It's. Like, I, I noticed that recently. Um, I tend to tap my fingers a lot and I don't ever realize it because I do it so much, right. but I've seen like. Tap it how? Like, what do you mean? Like, like I just go like this sometimes and I've seen a video of me like. A week ago, I was at volleyball and I'm just standing there and you could see me tapping my fingers against my leg. And I, the only reason why I know I do that is because back in high school, my best friend like recorded a video of me like in my eyebrow place. She was yeah. outside and I'm just sitting there like tapping myself. Like you this. don't even realize. Yeah. I don't even realize it until I saw that video. Yeah. And yeah. I do it often. So who knows? It's amazing when you see yourself, like the things you recognize where it's like on one hand, you know, it's like we're such our biggest critics, such whatever. And then it's like, on the other hand, some things you're like, some things don't need to be fixed. You know, like I used to watch myself and I would like, just go, okay, I got to fix this. Got to fix that. Got to fix. And it's like, by the time it's kind of like, fix it to what, what does that mean? What are we making it more like? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, what is the mean here? Like, what is the, 
well, that's not right because this is right. Well, what is right? And so like, it's like, you can fix yourself so much that you're no longer yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, like I'm on a stage and I talk fast and my head works fast. And, uh, I say things that should probably get me canceled and I do like, you know, whatever. And it's like, it's like, okay, but you, you strip all that away. And, you know, if you take the Cajun away and you take the spices away and you take the, you're just left with chicken, like at the end of the day. So there's obviously something going on with chicken here. Yes. Okay. okay so-, so you said you wanted to talk about something. We're doing our test and you're laughing about dinner. He's over here laughing. What is so funny? Speaking of critics, um, you have some critics right now in the office. Oh, God. What did you make for dinner last night? I made a grilled chicken salad with a tomato and moots. Why? What's the joke here? I mean, there's not really a joke about it. It's just, you know, there were some critics today in the office. We were talking about your dinner. Um, What type of lettuce did you use? Romaine. Okay. Yeah, um, I'm going to be honest. The office rated it a 4 out of 10. That's because they didn't eat it. No, it's just... It was delicious. Tom. Is there a Tom, different kind of lettuce you're supposed to use? Tom brought up the comment about the lettuce. Tom's got a, Tom's got a mic here. Well, what's the deal? For anybody listening, I, uh, I put up a story yesterday of me doing my best. I'm not a cook, okay, of making a meal for my children. I grilled the chicken. I spiced it up. I did all that. What's the issue with the lettuce, Tom? I don't think there's an issue with lettuce. I don't recall uh, uh, any, any, any. Oh, wow. He's backing oh, off. Wow. You specifically said he brought it up first. He did. He did. It didn't look like iceberg, though. Yeah. It did look like iceberg. It looked, it looked dry. We're not going to lie. That it wasn't dry. I can tell you this. It was not dry. It did. Uh, but now you've got me wondering if it's iceberg or if Tom, it was. Sure, a picture here and like let everyone see it. I'm gonna okay. go on my Instacart order and see if it was iceberg or if it was. Uh, it might have been iceberg. Did you have like a dressing on it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It also didn't look like. Yeah. Dressing. It just there's a dressing it, on it. It, it, it was Olive Garden light, meaning a little healthier. Right. That Olive Garden Italian dressing is delicious, it's, is it not? Okay. And I started doing the light one, which is is a little healthier, or whatever, but it still tastes delicious. My kids are obsessed with it. Okay, I don't remember what kind of lettuce. And honestly, this is how you know I don't cook. I wouldn't even like, as you said that, I'm like, what is the difference? One uh, is basically water, which is iceberg. Okay, uh, okay. And then there's like romaine, no nutrients, spinach. Is is iceberg the one that comes in a ball? It is the one that comes yes. in. and you have to tear it apart and wash it. Yes, that's the one. That's no no good. It's not. Like no There's good. no nutrients because we enjoy it. No, but like well, so let's say we switch to romaine. Yeah. Let's just say this is what you come on this podcast for, everybody, to get this is the hard hitting stuff. Okay. So let's say you go to romaine. So whenever I hear something that is okay, now it's more tasty. It's more whatever. Um, in my mind, it just got very unhealthy. So is romaine no good? It's not that it's no good. Uh, so romaine is actually romaine. Actually, it's been like recalled a whole bunch because fucking people lie. But yeah, it is. Well, you really talking? And iceberg though, no. I think iceberg. is iceberg what I got. Iceberg. Yes. Iceberg. So like it doesn't. It just doesn't add anything. No, it to, like your taste wise. Taste wise and taste nutrients. Wise. Well, the nutrients would intrigue me. The taste. I'm not, you know, it's not as easy as a sell for me because it tastes like when we put the dressing in the chicken, it tastes delicious. Yeah. But the nutrients thing, yeah. unless, yeah. unless it's a bunch of crap, like it's going to be way more calories. It's going to be, uh, yeah, you know, a salad tastes good. With yeah. Using like green. So like you can throw like some, uh, some arugula in there. That'll give it a nice like bitter. I like, micro, cheese. I like micro greens. I'm thinking of blue cheese. Sometimes. Yeah. 
arugula and blue cheese. I don't know. Whatever that moldy cheese is stuff. That's a blue cheese. Blue cheese. Oh no, gorgonzola. I think gorgonzola is what I'm thinking of. Isn't that just moldy cheese? I don't like gorgonzola. I'm sure it's delicious, but like just the thought of it, it's mold cheese. It's like yeah. it's like I don't do mushrooms. Yeah. And I'm like any fungus that grows in my backyard because I didn't take care of my yard. I don't really want to eat it. You know, and I'm sure mushrooms are delicious. They are, but they're a fungus. You know, like yeah. probably grow between your toes. Like, ugh. Okay. No thanks. I do like to eat mushrooms. Yeah. So. Well. Nice me, and sautéed with the steak. I'll leave. I'll leave my. Uh, I'll leave my irrigation off for a few weeks, and maybe some. Maybe some mushrooms will grow. That's I'm gonna have true. to pass on that one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, okay. So this was the big uh, look. I do not profess to be. In fact, here's a cool thing that uh, not a lot of people know. Um. I don't profess to be a great cook. Uh, I'm, in fact, I don't think I'm a great cook at all. Um, so when I got divorced, one of the things that I do with my kids now is I kind of like, we will literally, my son will send me a TikTok video of like a steak, or in fact, if you open that freezer, there's different kinds of steaks and whatever. And uh, we will pick a meal and try to do that meal in a way that the TikTok video said. And I'll be honest, it's about a 50-50. 50% of the time it comes out amazing. And they're like, we need to do that again. Mm -hmm. And the other 50% of the time it's the opposite of amazing. And they're like, we don't need to do that again. Right. Yeah. Um, and so that's not what we did last night. Uh, that was not that at all. I would hope. So. No, 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 no. That was, that was, that was still, what, what is the shot? That was delicious. It's a grilled chicken salad. It was delicious. I, I seasoned it. I let it sit out all day. I grilled it. I made tomato and mousse. Okay. Seasoned it. My kids devoured it. Said it was delicious. but. It's all effort because I really don't know what I'm doing when it comes to cooking. It's not my thing. I get why people enjoy it. I really do. I like, love cooking. Like when you, when you, I get why people also don't love doing it when it's an everyday thing and it has to be done. But from the perspective of putting a meal together and watching someone enjoy it, I now understand that where I did not understand that before. Mm -hmm. So it's all, an, it's a, it's an, it's an effort of love. I don't know what I'm doing. I, I don't deny that. That's why I'm asking the questions going, what is the difference? Because that is not an area of expertise. You are not going to see a uh, Today with Jared James or, or a keynote coming to you on how to cook. I'm going to stay in my lane, okay? We should do it. Yeah, we should do it. I'm great, at, I'm great at paying for dinner. That should be a podcast. That, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is my contribution to dinner. It's paying for dinner. The mukbang. The mukbang where you eat like a bunch of different food. Wow. You have no idea what I'm yeah, No about. idea. No idea. Oh, was that like a play on Wolfgang? No, it's like, it's like a YouTube trend. Maybe I'm saying it wrong. I don't know. I can't prove you wrong. Say it confidently. If I've learned anything in this world, say it confidently. And, and it'll be like, yep, there it is. Um, but here's my point. Greater point. While these people mock me for making an effort to cook for my children, um, I will say that one of the things I learned is that thing we do where like we grab the uh, the TikTok video and we just like make an effort. We literally go to the, it's the only time I ever go to the grocery store because since uh, Instacart, I have no interest in going to a grocery store. Um, but there is something nice about going, picking out the ingredients, trying to find where things are, like doing that well, whole thing. If you know the store. not I don't know it at all. That's the problem. Like it takes me a while. But just the experience of us all together, getting the ingredients, asking someone who looks like a mom like hey where do we get you know blank what aisle like you know whatever like we have no idea you know um and and just kind of getting people to help us getting the rights whatever and then cooking the whole thing it is kind of a it is kind of a cool experience it's been it's been a very it's been a bonding experience we've learned a few meals that we do enjoy but last night was just to throw it together that that was a 
you know, but they were very happy. They I respect it. It, it was delicious. It. Protein, healthy. It was fantastic. You'd be surprised to hear I have a whole spice rack. Okay. I went on Amazon. I bought a whole thing full of spices. Okay. Now, yes, one of the spices I tried to use, nothing came out because it was rock solid because it hasn't been used yet. Details. Okay. <laughs> okay. We made it work. Okay. But it's the effort. It's okay? the effort that counts. I give my best effort and I will I will listen to feedback because I did not know that about the lettuce. Feedback. Yeah. What's there that? Food. 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 Oh, you got to tell us when you're telling a joke. <laughs> you, yeah. can't just, you can't just throw out a word like that. I'm telling a joke. It's not- I feel like with that one, you needed to. Yeah. Did you agree you with lost, that? Yeah, you lost me there. Someone's going to get it. Outside of, it sounded like there was an echo in here. Like I said, feedback and you went feedback. Feedback. Yes. I got you. Now I got it, but the emphasis you lost on the, the feed, not the back. Gotcha. Okay, it wasn't an anatomy. It was it was the food. See, we needed details. Yeah. Speaking of food, um, Tom made us some yummy quesadillas. You know what? Day. I saw this the other day. Where was I? How come I wasn't in with you guys? You were in Vegas still. I, I was still yeah, in Vegas. Okay. Yep, you were on your way back. That's right. Oh, you know what? I think I, I was I back by then, but I had something with my kids. I don't remember. But anyway, I saw pictures of this quesadillas. Yeah. That looks delicious. Was it good? Really good. Was it good? Yeah, it was really good. Wow, look at him. Just look at that. Was his first time making these? It was my first time making them the way that I made them. I've never made meat on like I have this like a little like electric skillet. Yeah. And I've never never made meat on that before, but I guess it was all right. I don't know. Saw a different side of Tom. What do you mean? I don't know. I got the vibes that he was like a 40-year-old dad in the backyard cooking. When do you ever get a different vibe than that from him? Well, I just actually seeing him like he's whistling. Like that was an old dad. I just want to be clear. That'd be my that that would be my youth, like you know, a year ago. But anyway, uh, he was like, I don't know. He was just cooking. He was whistling. He was going that back. To me, and forth. is Tom's essence. I mean, it is. It's just like Tom, but cooking unlocked. Like that I feel like you know how people say like dress for where you want to be. I feel like Tom has acted his whole life for where he wants to be, which is 40 year old dad in the backyard cooking. Yeah. You know, like I, I, I can see that. And by the way, I respect that. I think that's awesome. Like, uh, I don't think enough people glorify that kind of a thing, right? It's like all of the goals and all the, whatever, all these other things that are superficial that will never fulfill you that will never. And everybody runs from that. And then they wait until they're 80 and they realize, Oh, that was the only thing that actually brought me joy. Like that was it. But just mm -hmm. because everyone else could experience too, I felt like I needed something different. Like I needed, and yet what they didn't know all along is that it was all different because every kid is different and every experience is different and every relationship is different and every, you know, whatever. But you've given me those vibes from the day I met you. So basically what we're saying is if you live like me, you will live happy. I think is what we're, yes. I think that's what we're saying. <laughs> yes. What I'm getting out of this conversation. I want to be Tom when I grow up. I appreciate that. You're welcome. He's been growing up since he was born. I so know. It's, you know, it's. <laughs> I stopped growing up fifteen. Oh my god. Oh. Anyway, um, I, I've learned I've learned that we grow up, and then we grow out if yes. we're not careful. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the uh, that tends to be the evolution of uh, human, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, and becomes more and more difficult. I, if I hear one more times, my kids. They'll step in front of these mirrors and start flexing their eight packs. They meanwhile they just finished a, a package of Oreos. 
You know what I mean? That's me. Oh my God. That just, is me. I'm just like, what I'll go that? have like a really nice workout and then I'll come back home and I always have Oreos in my house. Yeah. They're well, just so good. Greater point I was trying to make is that they don't make any effort and they You're just, right. you know, uh, you know, was it Maybelline? Maybe she's born with it. Like, that's what I want to say to them. I want to like Tom throw out one word, Maybelline. That would be you saying uh, food. What was it? Food back, back, feedback, feedback. feedback. Okay. Feedback. Yeah. That would be the equivalent of that. But uh, I want to say welcome for those. You're welcome for those jeans. Okay. One day you will have to actually, you know, work your butt off yeah. to not be in that shape anymore. Yep. Uh, anyway. How was R4? Uh, R4. So I just got back. Um, I know, I know we have a lot of different people who listen here and I am brand agnostic. Um, but, uh, I just got back from the Remax R4 conference. Um, actually, I think right before that I did a C21 conference, uh, but obviously a large conference, you know, there's almost 10,000 people there. It is, uh, uh, it was their 50th anniversary. Um, you know, one of my best friends runs the company, which is awesome. Um, it's, it's surreal. Like it's literally just a surreal experience, right? Mm -hmm. I was wondering, like, if we brought people from the office, what would they be thinking? Right. It's just, um, it's a surreal experience. There's a lot of time hanging in your room, uh, and, you know, trying to get some rest and trying to whatever, cause it is, uh, it's a different thing. So I got a chance to, um, well, it's funny because I got a chance to, uh, I spoke to the elite people who are like 500,000 or a million and above or something like that in commissions. And then I moved on and uh, there was an opening ceremony that I didn't even know about. Like literally someone like 20 minutes before I was like, you come to opening. And I'm like, uh, I thought it was like a, like a, have a drink, pass a card, like a networking mm -hmm. thing. So I text Pam, the lady who kind of runs it all and puts it together. And I'm like, Hey, because as much as, as much as everyone there knows me, you can't just walk up and get in because yeah. security is not from Remax. Security is from the arena. Yeah. Um, and technically I know the guy who does it too. Cause I've been there enough times. If I wanted to, I could be like, Hey, you know, mm -hmm. we come, you know, whatever, but I don't like doing that. So I text, um, uh, Pam and Pam's like, I'm about to go in. I'll wait for you. So she brings me backstage, but I'm like, what are we doing backstage? Like, I don't understand. I thought this was a networking thing. Next thing I know, it's a concert with Mark McGrath and in Vogue and Sugar Sugar Hill Gang, and then ends with Flo Rida. And I'm like backstage going, what What is going on here? I didn't know we were doing, I knew we were doing a concert the last night, Maroon 5. Mm -hmm. What are we doing here? And it turns out it was one of the most fun nights I did not expect. It was not expect. I'm in the middle of a 90s concert. Yeah. Just having a blast. I think we were sent some videos of the concert. Oh, yeah. the 90s one or the or the or the uh, the next one, the Maroon 5. No, it was the 90s. One. It was. The 90s. Oh, it was so much fun. I, I forgot that in Vogue had that many songs. But every song they sang, you were like, know it, know it, know it. I just, I mix, I don't know I mix up in Vogue and SWV. If you heard the songs, you would. That's okay. the thing. Like when you hear the songs, you know it, you know? Um, but I always get them mixed up with like in Vogue, SWV, like whatever. They were from that same genre, that like same era. Uh -huh. And then you hear it and you're like, oh yeah, oh yeah. But it was so much fun. Um, and then I did the, um, I did day two main stage opening day, uh, which people find so hard to believe. But doing an arena is easier than doing a 200-person small room. It's easier. And there's so much, like, I know most people there, so mm -hmm. the camaraderie is awesome. The, you know, just all of that is really, really cool. Um, what about the lights? Like, can you see anyone? No. Yeah. No, you're performing. Yep. You can barely see anybody. I heard people screaming, like, when I came out, they're like, we love you, Jerry, which is so cool. You're almost there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you can't, you can't. And the funny thing was, 
it's like people in, you guys know how this is like, and it's especially true for me. Like I, not that I don't appreciate everybody's nice comments or whatever, you know, from all over the place, but they don't mean anything in the sense that they mean something because it's nice human nature, mm -hmm. whatever, but there's really less than a handful of people who say things that actually matter to you. You know what I'm saying? So here I am getting ready to go perform in front of this arena. And by the way, if you would have told me as a kid that I would be that not nervous getting ready to go out in an arena, I was like a caged animal. I'm like, let's go. Like, let's go. What are we waiting for? Like, let's mm -hmm. go. And I'm telling, I'm talking to my kids and Linda is sending videos to my kids of like behind the scenes, the mic check walking in. And my kids at this point are so unimpressed with me. Like they, they are just okay, dad, whatever. Hey, I got a game. This day. I got it. You know, whatever you come to do. They have the only time it impresses them is like, we were at Hibachi the other day and somebody came over for a picture and now they're like, and they wanted my kids to be in the picture. And now they're like, Oh, now this makes sense. Now I love this outside of that. They are so unimpressed. And so I'm talking to my older son and I'm like, so going over to do mic check in an arena. And he's like, yeah, dad, yeah, dad. So, uh, after school, whatever. And I'm like, did you hear me? You know, and he just keeps going. And then finally I found the inn because all he wanted was to watch Saturday night. When we got back, we had to go to his uh, soccer tournament. Mm -hmm. And all he wanted was to watch the John Jones fight Saturday night. And I looked out of my, my thing, my, my room, and I saw a big picture of John Jones at the MGM Grand Arena this Saturday. Now I found the connection. Mm -hmm. And I said, I said, Grayson, you know, I'm performing on the same stage as John Jones on Saturday, you know? And he goes, what? There you I'm go. Like, that yeah. got his attention. <laughs> yeah, that is what got his attention. He's like, are you serious? And I'm like, yeah, bud, kind of a big deal. Like I've been trying to tell you this last three days, you know, <laughs> nothing until I said, John Jones, same stage, same thing. They could be, they could care so less. It's, it's hilarious. You get back. I got back. I go pick them up from school. They don't even think to ask how to go. How do they're like, dad, I need to, I want to go bike riding over here. Can you get me over here? Can you do it? I'm just like, nothing, nothing, nothing. They just don't care. Yeah. It's funny. But anyway, it went, it went fantastic. Um, awesome. Exhausting. Yeah. Voice is now coming back. Andrea, um, she told me how you guys were out one night and you were confused why people kept like coming up to you and recognizing who you were. Um, and she was like, he had he had a shirt on with his name yeah, on it. I wasn't confused. I wasn't that's not a true statement. I wasn't confused. But we were getting that was the night of the concert. Mm -hmm. And I will bring a t-shirt to work out in. And the ones I work out in a lot of times are our merch shirts because yep. they like they're comfortable, whatever. And so we're getting ready to go. And Linda changed. She had like a baller Vegas outfit. And then last second, she's like, well, what about this? And she grabbed like a Guns N' Roses t-shirt with like a thing or whatever. And it was perfect concert look. I was like, that's the look. I'm like, yes, don't go all fancy, whatever. I'm like, wear that. That's a concert look, right? And she's like, well, are you going to wear a t-shirt? And I was like, I'll wear a t-shirt. I don't even think like this. I go into my bag. This is how much I don't think about things. I go into my bag. I just grab a t-shirt with the jeans. I'm like, we're good. Let's go, whatever. And at, at the remass conference, especially right after you've just been on stage in front of whatever, mm -hmm. you're going to get stopped like crazy. But you're going to get stopped even more sure. when the back of your shirt in huge letters says consistency is undefeated. undefeated and has, you know, whatever. And I get why they were joking. And I would joke about it, too. I didn't even think about it. Literally <laughs> just, oh, T-shirt. Here we go. Off we go. I don't think like that. It, it's 
it's a purity I don't ever want to get rid of. But then I also look at it and go, why didn't you think about that? Like, yeah. why didn't you throw on just like a plain shirt or something? Um, so yeah, it was interesting. We got to rep the brand. Yeah, yeah, we did rep the brand. We need to make more merch, by the way, with the consistency is undefeated. I know, I love it. That's like, you know what? Oh, here's a little insight. You know what I'm thinking of doing? Hmm. I don't know if I'm going to put this out publicly, uh, but we've started. So, <laughs> so I've got, so... I've got a few days before I take off again, right? And I'm on a whirlwind coming up. Like, uh, in addition to the flights I'm doing, I think all over the US, I think one in Canada or something, I'm also going to Uruguay. I'm going through Brazil and going to Uruguay. And the flight is like, between two, it was like 39 hours or something to get there and then back. Um, it's it's a it's a doozy. I give you credit. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm like... Uh, I'm literally right now just trying to like gear up for like what the next 10 days is going to look like when I go, it's going to be exhausting. Um, so I'm trying to get my voice back. I'm hitting the gym. I'm trying to eat right. I'm trying to, I'm just trying to like take it in, be spending time with my kids all while getting work done or whatever, but I know what I'm about to walk into and then it doesn't get any better for the next month and a half, but I say better, like, as if it's a bad thing, it's, it's a great thing. It's just exhausting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was thinking about it. So I had for years, I had publishers like borderline begging to write another book, like write a book, write a book, write a book. And uh, uh, I was thinking about it and I'm like, I got like, between those two flights, I got like 78 hours on a plane. So are we getting another book? Well, this is my point is I was talking to Linda and I'm like, maybe prior to getting on those flights, I'll write a little bit of an outline and maybe I'll just start writing chapters. I've got all that time. It's not like I can talk on my phone. It's not like I can whatever. It doesn't take months to write a book it literally once you start flowing you knock it out in days it's always for me it's always like the first paragraph or two once you get going it it goes yep it's all that time you sit there and write nothing yep so i'm like maybe i'll knock something out on this flight maybe we'll even maybe we'll even call it consistency is undefeated or something like i don't know like it's such a catchy it is. I looked it up online and I'm like, nobody says that. Nobody. I said that on stage almost a year ago. And I was like, that's good. I got to keep that. Mm-hmm. I bought the domain. Yep. I own, I checked it the other day. I own consistency is undefeated.com. Yep. Uh, otherwise I wouldn't be talking about that because someone will grab it, but I own the domain yep. through 2027. But then I'm like, okay, what kind of book though? Do I, do I go, um, strictly real estate, whatever. Do I do a sales book mixed in with some life principles? Do I go, you know, because consistency is undefeated applies to so many different things. It can apply to almost anything. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I might, so what I'm saying is I might, I haven't fully determined yet, but I might use some of that time on the flight to just be like, let me knock this out. Let me like, you know, put a book together or something because it's been so long. Um, And then my son said to me the other day too, I talked about how uh, unimpressed they are. He's like, so are you a New York Times bestseller? And I was like, not yet, bud. But I said, I'm pretty sure it would happen, you know, with the next one. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, that would be really cool. And I'm like, crap. So here's the next thing I got to well, do. You got to do it for him now. Yeah, everything I'm doing now is just like, how do we impress the kids? It's cool. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. Well, we got a, we got a secondary thing lately where they're like, um, uh, their friends, speaking of social, we're going to talk about today, follow me on social. But unlike it being like a cool thing, they're actually embarrassed by it. You know, where they're just, oh, yeah, I'm like, guys, this is like a great thing to have happen. And they're just like, no, you know, they take pictures of things, send it over. They do, you know, that whatever. And I'm I'm trying to explain to them, like, guys, it's a form of flattery. Like they're doing that because 
they like that your dad does that. Even though they're making fun of you, it's like when I get together with my friends, mm-hmm. if we're not making fun of each other. We don't like each other. Like, that's how guys do it. You know, if I'm not making you try to jump off of a cliff, I don't like you. You know, if I'm just being nice, I'm just like, hey, okay, great. Don't love you. Don't hate you. Just don't love you. You yeah. know. And so I'm trying to explain that to them, but it's uh, they're at a weird age. You know, where they, they don't like attention. They don't like uh, anything that's not normal. That's why all kids in high school, everybody wants to be different. They dress exactly the same. Literally. Like even even Literally. when you looked at back in my like the goth kids, they were dressed just like all of their friends. Yep. You know, nobody can be different. You know, and so I'm trying to explain to them like guys, different is what makes you. You know, it's it's what it is. But, It'll come to you. Yeah. Eventually it comes to you. But yeah, high school, everyone dresses the same. Everyone just does everything the same. You're not comfortable with yourself, right? No, I've never had an acne and some adult telling me that I look like I had a pizza on my face and I've never gotten over it. I was just like, you know, every night I picture stabbing them 27 times. You know, it's just like, you know, when you're in high school, you're so insecure. You are. About everything, even things you shouldn't be insecure. It's like everyone else has acne too. Yep. And you're insecure about acne. Yep. You know, it's like everyone else has all of these and yet you don't, you don't realize that, you know, it's not gonna be that long before you realize that those things were just not. They didn't matter that much. Didn't matter at all. Didn't matter at all. It's why I sit here to do a podcast. I haven't even done my hair. Like, Go Your hair, hair does look done. It's not done. It's no, it's uh, got out of the shower and just went like this because I'm taking my kids for a haircut today. But no, there's no, I was going to say gel, but do people use gel anymore? It's really paste. Paste? Do people use gel anymore? Not really, right? My brothers use gel. It's not, it's not a common thing. Yeah, paste. What is paste? Paste. It's a little, like if I had it, I'd show it to you. You undo it, a little paste you do on your hands. Like I should a, get some for Brayden. Oh, it's a it's a paste okay. is the way to go now. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, my point is I never could have done that mm-hmm. in the past, other than the fact that um even someone who does what I do, I mean, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, you would have to always be seen in a suit. You'd have mm-hmm. to always be seen, you know, and it's just like I don't feel that pressure anymore. You know, there's such a we'll talk about this with social, but there's such a um a freedom in delivering yourself exactly as you are to where people accept you as that. And yet the thing that most people do where they, they try to be what they think they're supposed to be, it actually creates a prison around them because now yes. they have to try to live up to that every single time. Yes. And it's just like, oh, what am I supposed to be right now? Oh my God, I don't have the exact look. Oh my God. And when you look at, like when I look at um, some of the people, like I was just listening to uh, uh, the Rogan podcast with Russell Brand. And I'm looking at those two. None of them got ready for this podcast. One's got a t-shirt on doing the other. The other one looks all, it's what I expect of them though. Mm-hmm. Be weird to not, now I have to not go like this when I get on a stage in front of 10,000 people or whatever. But I mean, I'm up there in, you know, t-shirt thing with, with, with Nikes on. You never could have done that no. in the past. No. It's just a different, everybody talks about authenticity, which has become such a buzzword now to the point where it's almost annoying. It's kind of like real estate coach. Everybody who can't sell real estate becomes a real estate coach. Um, but at its purest form, there is something to it in the sense of you didn't act like a 50-year-old dad, uh, you know, like out there whistling and do it. We'd be like, ah, eh, it's what separates you. Well, the truth is, is when you stop caring about what 
the world thinks of you you just you become happier with yourself you find like the inner self like that's in you and you are able to bring it out but the world loves you more yes they do that you is know true. like look at the guy who went on after me uh john i forget his name so he he went on after me um at the r4 conference mm -hmm. and he's he's like a he was a magician who was a finalist on um america's got talent and he's up there being a good guy and like laughing and showing doing tricks and you know whatever i was like oh, okay nice little act or whatever and then all of a sudden he's like and then my mom, my dad killed my mom and he shows the press clipping. And we're like, what in the world? Like what just happened? Dark humor. Oh my God. No, not humor. It was like legit. And he's like, and I learned that day, you know, he's like, everybody's like, oh, you lost your mom. You lost your mom. And he's like, no, no, no. I lost my mom. He goes, I lost my dad too. Because like, there's no coming back from that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he goes through the whole thing and he talks about all his insecurities and all this and He's up there with his hat on backwards and he's doing whatever. And all the things that a speech coach would tell you, don't do. No, no, you can't do that. You can't, you can't, you know, whatever, are exactly why everybody loved him. Mm -hmm. You know, they felt so, when I first started speaking, when I would turn my back um, on the crowd, I would turn around, I would just do this thing that I would do, or it was just kind of nonchalant. I was just kind of like playing with them, I was having fun, whatever. And a lot of the things I did, I remember all the time speech coaches reaching out. You shouldn't do this. If you'd like a free lesson on what you should do and you shouldn't do, 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 do whatever. And uh, thank God I didn't listen to them because they were forming bots. They're forming robots. You know, yeah. it's like the army from, you know, Clone Wars or something. Here is what a, you know, a warrior looks like. Like this mm -hmm. is whatever. And ultimately it's actually the things where you actually expose yourself and you, you, you know, the fact that I even said the word divorce on this podcast, like you, you're not supposed to even talk about it. If you're in my position, you're supposed to just go, Oh yeah. no, no, everything's perfect. Everything. Nope. 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 Didn't exist. And I think that's ultimately what, um, connects people to you. They're like, Oh, humanity. There you go. You know, it doesn't mean everybody's the same. It doesn't mean that, um, like in my world, people would have said that even talking about that, it belittles you, it does whatever. And I'm like, no, I know that I'm different. I know my head works different. I, mm -hmm. I know that. I don't need to act like that's the case. Get a little deeper with me and you'll see that. Like, I yeah. know that, you know? So I don't need to show that to you. I don't need to put myself in a position where it's propped up and it's produced and it's whatever. It is what it is. You know, it it it, it is what it is. Yeah. Right? So. I personally like to put myself in uncomfortable situations because putting myself in uncomfortable situations, it makes me grow as a person of course. so I love to do that you don't need your muscles till they're till they're needed yes you know what I mean till they're stressed the only way muscle grows is by being stressed yeah right like it's a funny thing in our world today um you know I talked about this at the at the r4 conference I talked about this in the elite session and I said uh I said people's greatest problem is that they think that they're not supposed to have problems that's a problem because then every time a problem hits you get triggered to, oh my God. And it's like fight or flight and it's all this, whatever. And what you don't understand is to be a very highly high performing person, you're built with a certain set of skills. You remember that? Remember that movie with Liam Neeson? And he's like, I have a certain set of skills and you know, whatever. Um, exactly what my mind was. Oh, I saw you smile. I saw it. Uh, he's like, I will find you and I will kill you, you know, mm -hmm. whatever. And he's like, you know, whatever. But people who are high performing people are also built with a certain set of skills. And they're problem solvers and they have the ability to handle issues. They have the ability to handle, you know, um, turmoil. They have the ability to handle it and to buy into the lie 
that you're not supposed to have problems literally eliminates your greatest skill set. But what very successful people are able to do is they're able to change the meaning and look at it and go, when problems arise, finally. It's like Superman hearing a woman yelling across the city. He's like, I'm about to go put the cape on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he's like, I know the outcome of this because I'm Superman. So you made a mistake, bank robber, mm -hmm. or you made a mistake because Superman's about to come out. And entrepreneurs and people who are highly successful and people who are whatever, they need to start to realize they're built a little different. They've got a different set of skills. And those skills don't come out until they need to come out, which is when problems arise, which is when issues arise, which is when that's when the cape comes on. So it's actually a good thing. It is. Yeah. So I agree with that. Uh, all right. Let's talk social. Okay. Right. Nothing else you had to. No, we just really here? we had to throw that chicken thing out there because it was a hot topic this morning. No problem with the steak I, I ate like, last week or no, it was a hot topic, like 5 a.m. hot topic. Listen to you guys on these separate text messages I know not of. Yes, we do have a group chat without you. I'm aware. I'm we aware. talk it's probably all a good the thing. time. It's probably a good thing. Yeah. I actually like that. I do. Yeah. Um we're best friends. I think that's fantastic. Uh I actually do like that. Um so let's talk about it. You wanted to talk about, you texted me, you said, I want to talk about social media trends. Okay. So yeah. you obviously run our marketing department, which isn't just social. Social is just such a huge part of marketing it in today's is. world. It it's, is. it's kind of marketing 2023. Um, but there's a lot of other forms of marketing, but social is a huge part of it. We actually have uh, marketing reps that we have that actually work with people, work with their social, do it for them, but make yeah. it personal, make it like them. So anybody who's interested should check that out. It's just uh, jarjamedia.com, J-A-R-J-A. M-E-D-I-A.com, JarjaMedia.com. But um, you sent me some social trends you wanted to go over. Mm -hmm. I'm going to let this flow as it flows. And then I'll throw in my two cents on various places. There's been some new stuff that's even come up the last day or so that we may or may not get to. Um, but what kind of, uh, what trends, what what tips, what, you know, are we talking specific to realtors? Are we talking salespeople? Are we talking entrepreneurs? What are we talking? I would say it falls underneath all three of those categories. Yeah. Um, video content is becoming bigger and bigger by the day, by the minute. Um, people really need to start like using those tools. Like they don't have to like download editors. They could be really simple. Like you could record a 30 second video yep. on your phone. Just talk about hot topics. Um, but the thing about that, when you're creating these videos, you don't want to just create a video. You need to have meaning behind the video. You need to have a catchphrase. You want to say, learn how to make 30 million by like something. right up front. Yeah. Like right we, up front. What's the thing? Yeah. Learn how to get uh, 20 grand more for your house with yes, your whatever. Exactly. Like. You need to have a hook. Um, It's just video content is becoming bigger by the day. Like I said, TikTok is really blowing up and realtors really need to start. But will it be around? Did you see what just came out? I was just, I was just thinking this. Some big news just came up. I was just thinking this. I was thinking, what's the next hot app that's going to be? Because we had Instagram. I heard Instagram's kind of dying. This is my first time on Instagram in three so. years. But a lot of my friends said it's dying. We had Vine. What happened to Vine? Yeah, Vine, was, was, Vine was great. We had Gift Boom. I don't know if you know what Gift Boom was. Of course, I mean, I know all these. I, you know I didn't, yeah, I didn't get, I didn't get super into them. Like I got on Vine a little bit, like I got, but not like crazy. I was more watching it. Yeah. It really didn't, this is an important point for everybody. It didn't fit my vibe, so to say. Like, it I, was, makes sense. I was trying to learn it. I was trying to whatever, but I'm like, I'm not a six second or less. No. Let's see where this goes. Like, we'll see how this goes. Like that one, I really would have needed help with. Like mm -hmm. I would have needed someone to come in and edit yeah. and just pull a 
quick, whatever. But like, I wasn't the, you know, the, the Jake Paul doing something funny on there and then moving on to the next, like that wasn't, that yeah. wasn't my thing. No, and it's not everyone's cup of tea. I mean, especially depending on what market you work in. So for you, it wouldn't be like but that. Mine wasn't. There's a, you made a really important point, though. I don't want to skip over. Mm -hmm. You talked about video. I honestly think when it comes, because I've been doing events all over now and giving people things to do content on. Content to me is easier than ever right now when you look at what the algorithms are pushing. So right now, the really big thing um, on Instagram and others is the green screen, right? Yes. And you've seen me doing this. I'm going to do one today, actually. A green screen. And it's not even your content. You literally now on, on Insta, on TikTok, on Facebook, on all of these platforms now, you can go and take an article, something yes. about what the mortgage rates just did, something about you know what that means for home prices, something about what's happened in the last years, just some kind of article. Like I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do the one on um, Microsoft making the deal with ChatGPT. So Bing is now gonna be powered by ChatGPT. This is trouble for Google. Yeah. Like this is big trouble that for Google. Big. Okay. Everybody's big till they're not. Everybody's Rome until they're not, you know? And ChatGPT partnering with Microsoft is humongous. And so I, and like nobody even recognized it happened. And so I'm going to do a green screen. And you don't look this, the point of this podcast is not to tell you, click this, click that. To just go on YouTube and say, how do I green screen on Instagram? How do I green screen on whatever? It's so simple. It really is. And you just take a clip of that article, which is right behind you on a green screen, and you talk about it. Yep. So when you look at interest rates just came down after they went up for like four weeks, whatever, talk about it. Mm -hmm. What does this mean? What do we think is going to happen? It's not even your content anymore that you have to use. Mm -mm. You could be leveraging articles off of CNBC. Re uh, uh, articles off of Realtor, mm -hmm. like just articles and talking about them because it's what you do every single day. The pressure on you to create content, it's not there anymore. It's not. Yeah, you want to be able to do content about localized things and, you know, quickest way to, to get this and where to buy and you know, how to sell your house quicker and what's the difference between a pre-approval and a pre-qualification. Uh, pre yes, but from a starting point now, you can leverage articles do a green screen which the algorithm loves right now it does and love. just talk about it yeah. what does it mean done yeah next thing yep easy and don't be shy either ask your viewers what do they want to see ask them the type of content like they want to see more of yeah it's really important to do that um the know. algorithm too right now especially on tiktok i noticed the more you post um, yeah. the more the algorithm picks it up and the more yeah. your videos will get featured. And it really, it only takes that one video. It takes that one Especially video on to TikTok. blow up. Yes, it takes, I just did one not too long ago of my new apartment yeah. and it blew up. And now I have an Amazon storefront for like house stuff. Yeah. And yeah, it's just- TikTok, it's, it's amazing how the algorithm is changing now. Yeah. And honestly, it's not great for people like me because- uh, the algorithm is caring less and less, especially on TikTok, about your number of followers- um, and it's more like, how do we deliver this to people that we think are going to be into it? Mm -hmm. The real, cause I don't want to miss this. And I, I pulled this up right before him cause I was reading about it mm -hmm. is, is TikTok going to be around? So now we've said that for the last year and it was all like a boogeyman thing. Like, is TikTok going to be around? But they literally just had a thing here, which is crazy. So TikTok is owned by a company called ByteDance, which is a, um, a Chinese company. Yep. And obviously with the relations between the U S and, and, and China, uh, things have not, you know, uh, the U S is worried about them stealing stuff, you know, stealing information, hearing stuff, having access to all these users, data being leaked, mm -hmm. you know, all that kind of stuff It becoming a propaganda machine. But 
that's all been hear, uh, hearsay up until now, where mm -hmm. it's like, oh, you think they do that. And you had places like the Dakotas and whatever, their government banned it. You had like, there was a lot of play, a lot of schools, different things had banned it. But now it says last week, the U.S. Foreign Affairs Committee voted in favor of a bill that could give President Joe Biden the ability to ban TikTok in the U.S. along with several other Chinese-owned apps. This bill, known as the Deterring America's Technological Adversaries Data Act, was introduced Friday by committee chairman Michael McCall, then fast-tracked to a vote on Wednesday, which passed 24 to 16. All Democrats unanimously opposed. I'm not sure what that has to do with the story, but there it is. Either way, they still, it passed, okay? So I'm not going to read the whole thing here. It's happening right it's now. It's happening. Like, there's bills being released where, like, Somebody go back on this eventually, and like it could be like you wake up one day, TikTok's not an option TikTok's anymore. Gone. And the question is always, what's going to take over? And at, everything I've heard is YouTube Shorts. That all of the influencers I listen to, all of the TikTok uh, influencers, as far as where they bring in their stuff, is YouTube Shorts. YouTube Shorts. And okay. YouTube Shorts, like I always had trouble with that because I'm like, but it's YouTube, and then it's YouTube Shorts. To me, they'd have to break it off as a separate app. Like that was always the issue. It's like you, I, I still think of it. I can't go on YouTube and then am I watching a short or am I watching a YouTube? Yeah. Am I doing a, you know, but all of the influencers I listen to, all they're all like YouTube shorts is TikTok only owned by a US company. And so they're like all the same features, but this algorithms work the same way. The, you know, whatever it's YouTube shorts. So now I've been thinking lately, like, okay. Note the self, download that after this. Yeah, I got to be thinking like, okay, how do I take this stuff and repurpose it over to YouTube Shorts? Because mm -hmm. everything you have on TikTok, literally we could wake up tomorrow. And it'll be gone. 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 Chinese-owned company. Like that's, that's a, you don't try to think about that stuff when you're making content and whatever, but like. Especially the uh, influencers that get paid on TikTok. Oh, it's a reality. It's an absolute reality. And a lot of them I've listened to, like, where are you moving your stuff? Where are you? Mm -hmm. And YouTube is working right now to change uh their way that they're paying their influencers and stuff because they want those people and they know what's coming here. Yeah. And I'm just telling everybody right now, I've never really talked about this before. I would not be shocked if in the next couple of months, the next six months, the next week, like you just don't know with this stuff that all of a sudden you wake up, TikTok was a thing of the past and they don't allow it here anymore. Yep. So um, stop relying on TikTok. And look, you all know you talk about something and then it shows up on TikTok. Literally. Literally you talk about Literally. it. Literally. Like I'm, I'm almost tempted to like talk about a certain thing right now and then just watch how it Boom, yeah, there it is. Up. You know, um, it, it's it's a crazy thing. So, yes, the TikTok algorithm is different. And a lot of other platforms are starting to model after that. Although, I'll tell you, like, what I've noticed has picked up a lot lately that I gave up on, essentially, was Facebook and Facebook fan page. Gave up on them. Like, completely, I was like, these are a waste. The Facebook personal profile still had some reach. Mm -hmm. Fan pages were a waste. My Facebook stories now many times outnumber my Instagram stories. My Facebook fan page, which would get three likes with 30 something, 40 something thousand likes or whatever, mm -hmm. where it'd get three likes when I post something is acting just like Instagram. Like, and I heard about that happening and now I'm testing it out. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Like it's actually, it's working. It's working now. Wow. So it makes you wonder like if there's trying to fix, you know, Facebook is now coming in and going because they bought Instagram. Instagram still has that reach, especially with reels and other things. Mm -hmm. It's almost like the head company now, Meta, which is Facebook, yep. um, is like, hey, not that Facebook needs reviving because it's still one of the most used, but their reach went down, especially on fan pages and stuff. 
and now I'm seeing it, it did. come and back. And they put a lot of restrictions too on those. Yeah, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it come back now, um, which is crazy. I like, wouldn't be surprised if Meta comes out with another app similar to TikTok that focuses primarily on reels only. Yeah, yeah. Well, like they, reels only and not just like your Instagram posts, something yeah, totally separate. Yeah. And that's where for anybody listening right now, reels is where it's at when it comes to video. Yeah. You get significantly more views with your reels uh, than you're gonna. And the cool thing is, we were talking about this right beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, it was super frustrating for someone like me because TikTok, you can upload up to 10 minutes if you have an account that's approved to do that, right? Yeah. Uh, for a lot of people, it's three minutes, but then I can go to 10 minutes. Um, but uh, Instagram was 90 seconds on your reels, but Facebook was still 60 seconds. Mm-hmm. So I would have to take a reel, which I would upload to Instagram. Now I've been uploading it to Facebook personal and my fan page because mm-hmm. they're both getting a ton of views, mm-hmm. which again, came out of nowhere, right? Mm-hmm. But you'd make this 87 second. We just did this. Linda and I were flying back from R4. We made a reel. We changed the reel. It looked awesome. It was 90 seconds. We changed it down to 59 seconds. So it would fit on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Now we realize we didn't have to do that. Because Meta, Facebook just changed their rules. No longer 60 second reels, 90 second reels, just like Instagram they own. So now you can take that same reels, Mm -hmm. add it to Instagram, add it to Facebook, which is for people who do it all the time. Oh, it's such a huge thing. (laughs) Such a huge thing. Even with social media, consistency is undefeated. But shorts, YouTube shorts are still 60 seconds. Um, And really, I think it's at the point where if you upload anything to YouTube that's under 60 seconds, it automatically just puts it on shorts. I could see that. Yeah. It so makes more sense. I mean, honestly, I'm not going to go on YouTube and search something and watch a 60 second video No. for the YouTube short. Yeah. Cause that's the purpose of it. But on regular YouTube, I mostly use YouTube for videos longer than yes. a minute. Longer form. Two minutes. And I love YouTube for that. I do too. I do, but they're going to have to break it off and do some kind of a separate. Cause when you go on your YouTube app now, there's a separate thing that says shorts. I don't know if you've actually done that yet. I haven't even looked yet. Are you serious? Seriously. Oh, if I go on YouTube. So look, home shorts. Okay. There you go. Okay. And they're, they're TikToks. Literally TikTok. Exact same thing. Scroll, scroll, oh, yeah. scroll, TikTok. Yeah. It's, the engagement. There's high engagement. And that. the size. Exactly. You got to remember, guys. Here's the main thing to understand. When I say I think YouTube shorts is what's going to take over TikTok. What's the second largest search engine in the world? YouTube. YouTube. What's the first largest? Google. Google. 82% of all search returns is video, which means YouTube is really the largest. So not yes. only do they own the number one and number two search engine in the world, you think that shorts aren't going to start showing up when you're searching on Google now? When no, they, they control aren't. the algorithm? Like, to me, that's what's that's what's coming next. Um, but But, you know. Look, these things can change in an instant. Right now, TikTok is still available in the U.S. I'm just seeing a lot of signs. Just don't rely on it. Just okay. seeing a lot of signs. Yeah. That's exactly right. But to your point, video, 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 uh, video returns on the internet are up 15x what they were five years ago. The average user, the average consumer watches three hours and 29 minutes of video a day. And many of the people listening are like, that's it? It's not more? Like uh, 83% of people make a decision after watching your video. You know, video, video, video. We have mm-hmm. to understand that I said this at the advance, like, you know, your first impression, like what used to be, you never get a second chance to have a first impression. Our first impression with people is not their first impression with us. Because mm-hmm. by the time you're getting a first impression with them, they've already watched you. Yeah. 
So a lot of people are having a first impression or they're not even getting a chance to have a first impression because we're not creating content. Yep. You know, and it, it's this crazy thing. I said it at, at the arena and I'm like, hey, how many of you have watched a YouTube video in the last three weeks? And they're all like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, how many of you have uploaded a YouTube video in the last three weeks? Silence. Silence. We're acting as marketers differently than we're behaving as consumers. Yep. This is how I want to consume, but nobody's going to be able to consume me like that. That's craziness, right? It's why we do this. It's why we don't just put it out on the podcast streams, but we also put it out on YouTube and we put it out. We'll make little Insta clips and we'll mm -hmm. make little, because we need to give people the opportunity to consume us the same way that we like to consume. And that is the point that agents are missing right now. That's yep. the point the salespeople are like, that's the point they're missing. Yep. I anyway, agree. Video, I video, totally video. Agree. A video, because honestly, we have a lot of social media clients and I always encourage all of our clients to try and shoot videos as much as possible yeah. because their Instagrams look great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But the videos, that's what's going to catch people's attention. Yeah. People want to listen to you. But the yeah. one thing about videos, let me just say that make sure you are showing up on camera as you would in person. Yeah. You don't want to be someone completely different on camera and then someone meets you in person. I'm not talking about like some people, they can talk perfectly in front of a camera in person. They're shy. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about your actual personality. Yeah. Who, yeah. Who are, that's so true. Like that, that light goes red and it's like, everybody turns into a newscaster. Yeah. Well, hello everybody. Let me yep. do this. It's just like, who is this uh carnival act yep. right now? Like that, you know, not, then it's also look too. You know, like, I mean, I said this the other day at a thing, like if it's taking you 27 takes to do a video, you might have a disconnect between what you think you look like and everybody else sees. Like, you know, they, they shouldn't eventually meet you and then go, hey, is your daughter coming? Mm -hmm. Because you hit the right angle. And, you know, the sun hit the right way and this did whatever and that did what everything's just perfect. Like, why is the goal what we look like less than 1% of the time? That shouldn't be the goal. That's not what anybody looks like. That's not what anybody, you know, like mm -hmm. this is what you get, you know, what was that, that, that TikTok thing, you know, this is what it looks like, uh, that, that, uh, that was a, that was a trend that went on, um, where people would actually show what they actually look like. Um, but it's true. Like that's what video, like a picture doesn't, doesn't really grasp like who you are. It doesn't have voice inflection. All. It doesn't have video when you're just being yourself. You see how people think, you hear how they talk, you hear their, their... personality matters, Ugh. matters more than your picture that you're posting way more. People are attracted to personalities. Absolutely. Like, so it makes all there's plenty of pretty people, unpretty people, whatever personalities are really my favorite thing is my friends say I look so mean in every picture that I take. But then they're like, but then you meet me in person and you are nowhere close to me. And I'm like, well, yeah, you're probably one of those people when you take a picture, you have to do do like the Zoolander, but in the modern version. No. The modern female version of Zoolander. You know, you got to do like sleek and do like, you know, whatever. Yeah, I don't think so. What? I'm just a weird individual in person. Tom can vouch for that. I'm just a weird individual. Yeah. Wow. I haven't seen the super weird side yet like that. That's it. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> what is weird? I can't really. Uh... Jenna would probably be able to answer that the best because she literally, true. she sits right next to me and she experiences it. But you guys hang out a little bit too, right? Yeah, but I guess sometimes like I just bark. You just bark? Yes. I'm sorry, what? Just like a, a bark? Yeah. Like a rah, rah, like Yeah, a... I don't, I don't know. I don't wow. know. Yeah. She identifies as Cocker Spaniel. That's, that's what, that's what I just heard. She's a, she's a Doberman Pinscher. Like what? Rachel said that I'm really weird, but in the best way possible. So well, she would love. Yeah, I get that. I yeah. Get that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get that. Interesting. I don't think I've heard you randomly bark. 
I mean, I don't do it that often. Just sometimes when I'm sitting and I'm zoned in and I just get bored. Little Tourette's of dog sounds. Interesting. The bark. Okay. All right. That is an interesting one. Now, now I'll be listening up for it. Don't do it now. No, you just, you know, you just got to ask Jenna. You just got to ask Jenna. Yeah. She just stares at me and now she's like over. She sent me something on TikTok. I mean, no, Instagram the other day. Now that I have an Instagram again, she was like, I can send you stuff. And it was a post and it was like, I make random animal sounds. We are not the same. And she sent it to me and she's like, this is you. And I'm like, yeah, this is your fake account right here. You put this out. (laughs) Now I know what I'm going to do for any of the listeners right now, because as usual, I have Teddy sitting right next to me here being great, just sleeping, you know, doing whatever. But if he does hear a sound and start to bark, I'll just blame it on her. Like there she goes again. We'll cut the video, whatever. We'll just make it sound like this is, this is what happened here. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What else? So anything else with the video or, 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 um, that was it for the video. Just keep posting. Just post as much as you can. It gets tiresome. I mean, for me too. Like sometimes I am yeah. on 100 and I'm posting every single day. I'm posting yeah. five times a day on TikTok. And then it's like, I go two weeks without anything because yeah. it gets a lot. But yeah. the more you post, the better the outcome is. Yeah, I saw I saw in your in your notes, you said something about posting one to two times a day. And I'm just like, God, I don't know if I could do that. It's hard. I do stories a lot. Stories are good too because yeah. the more stories you post, you're gonna, you know how you go on Instagram, you see like the first five people. Yeah. The more stories you post, you're gonna be right there. I you're actually the think I think stories are the most valuable view left on the internet. Um I agree. And what I mean by that is I go on YouTube, I go on TikTok, I go on Instagram, I go on Facebook, I go on YouTube. It's all an algorithm. Mm-hmm. Who shows up in my feed? Mm-hmm. When I post something, all of my people don't see it. You know what I'm not saying? Like it's like it's whether the algorithm hits it or not. And so they might have scrolled through, they your saw it, it counted as a view. Like 50% of your followers. That's exactly it. Probably more. Yep. Every single view on a story, which is those little circles at the top, every single one of them took their finger and went, I want to see what he has to say. Yep. Every view is valuable, whereas the other stuff is all algorithm. It's some of it mattered. Some of them stayed on for three seconds. Some of them did whatever. Every single even view on a story. Sliding through the stories, they're seeing they, it. They're but even seeing if they slide it. through, if they viewed it, it means they clicked it. They clicked it. It doesn't count yeah. as a view for them sliding through to see who posted. They have to click that little circle with your face on it and say, I want to know what Lex is up to. Oh, yeah, because it says it says tap the view now. That's it. Yep. Like you have to like it's the most valuable view left on the Internet. It's the most pure has nothing to do with the algorithm, nothing to do with the. It's just every single viewer mm-hmm. said, I want to know. I want to be in your world for a second. I love stories. And that's not being leveraged enough. I think I think stories are one of the most powerful things uh, that we have. Um, from the perspective of showing all parts of our life, whether it's the, did you sweat today? Mm-hmm. Or or whether it's the showing the salad with my kids or whether it's showing an arena pick, you know, live or whether it's showing a fan pick, taking a picture with someone or whether it's showing me and my dog or whether it's showing you doing something with your son or whether mm-hmm. it's showing you being in Miami or whatever it is. The stuff we think is boring. It's why the Kardashians had such a popular show. Yes. What what was boring every day, whatever, everyone else is interested in. It's true. And we have to it remember really that. True. Yeah. And, and not because what you're doing is boring. It's because you're doing it. Yeah. And that's what makes it interesting. I agree. And to your friends, to your clients, to your whatever, doesn't matter how interesting, not interesting. It's interesting to them. That's all that matters. It's kind of like offense. I can say something. I'm not offended. Offended you. Well, you feel it's real to you. Not real to me. I'm like, why would you feel it? That's that's ridiculous. That's stupid. That's whatever. Mm-hmm. You feel it just as real. 
when I put something out and I think it's boring, it doesn't matter. I think it's boring. You're interested in it. Yeah. But I'm it like, that's you. stupid. It's boring. Mm-hmm. Doesn't, doesn't change that what you actually feel there is real and you're interested in it. Mm-hmm. Stories are a monster that people are just not, they're not leveraging enough. Yeah. You know? And it's, a, and it's a great way to engage too with um, your audience yeah. stories, even if it's video or you can ask, you can swipe up and ask questions Old and stuff and like questions that. Yeah, and it's a great way for engagement to happen. I did it. I did one the other day and I said, uh, I'll be honest, I get tired of doing the digi sweat today. So I'm just like, I'd rather just come work out and move on. Like I don't need to every day post a sweaty pic or post or whatever. And so I posted a thing and I said, uh, you know, guys love you, whatever. Should I stop doing these? Like, do you get anything from this or should I just stop doing it? Whatever. And it was overwhelming. Keep doing it. It either makes me feel like crap and says, make me go, or it pushes me to do whatever. And like, you don't see that side because I'm taking it from my perspective and I'm going, I'm here regardless. I'm good. And then when I got the overwhelming response I got, I realized, oh, whether they're interacting or not, whether they're messaging you or not, there's a big group of people who are going, I got to get in. I got to go do, I got to, whatever. I'm one of those people. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Every time I'm in the gym, it's in my head. Did you sweat today? And I'm like, I'm doing yeah. it. I'm here. I did yeah. it. Isn't that crazy? Like how that somebody, I put up a story the other day. Uh, they, I think they just got out of the gym and they said, what was it? It was a, no, no, no. It was a picture from the conference. Mm-hmm. They took a picture. They were up in like the nosebleeds and they took a picture down uh, on the stage and they said, um, this guy is the reason that every day I think to myself, consistency is undefeated. It's funny how those taglines just have like a, you know, like there's things people can grab onto. And the more you can be in front of people and become that staple, you don't need to be consistency is undefeated. Hashtag did you sweat today in your area, right? Like my, my market is different. My market is the world, right? Mm-hmm. Your market, if you're watching this or listening to this is probably just local, local area. So what do you do to stay top of mind? And in the old days, that was, you know, send out 3,000 flyers, which can still work. In the old days, that was go knock on 500 doors, which still worked. That In the old days, there's all these things you did that you could still do. But now you have this non-intrusive free format where you can be just as visible, if not more, with little things like your Most kids getting on the school bus. Free. Boom. Post regularly, yep. regularly. And they see you all the time because the worst thing you can ever hear from someone is, I would have used you if I knew that you were in real estate. I would have, if I remembered that you were around, if I, that's how you do it today. It's not always with the, you know, local mortgage rate. It's what's going on in your life. And then they start to connect you as not just the real estate person, which there's 9,000 of them in your area. Now you're the mother, sister, father, brother, husband, whatever, who happens to sell real estate to pay for their family, to handle their, now it's a different connection. I recently realized that when I came back to Instagram, how many people like reached out to me and they were like, what happened? Where'd you go? I didn't even know you exist anymore. And now I'm like reconnecting with like my old friends that I have, like they have me on other like platforms. They have my numbers, but for some reason, me being on Instagram, they want to see what I'm doing. Like all my friends were like, I want to see what you're doing. Like, can you like come back? I'm like, okay, it's time. Isn't that crazy how you don't even think like that? But then it's like, as much as everybody talks about how non-connected the world is, it when it's handled correctly, it, it makes it so connected, mm-hmm. so interconnected, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's a, um, and here's another thing too, when we're talking about tips and tricks and that kind of stuff. Um, I'm a big believer that as the world becomes bigger and bigger and bigger and there's internet and there's social and there's all these kind of things, as you guys know, I answer every one of my DMs, my direct messages, unless they're just stupid or like inappropriate or, you know, whatever. Right. 
Um, but I answer every one of my DMs, right? And people are always like, why do you do that? That's insane. Why do you do that? And I always want to go point to their life and point to the things they do that bring absolutely no value and go, why do you do that? It's absurd. You don't have time to do that. Because in my world, the way I look at it is, and this is a business principle overall. This is if you're local community, this is big world, this is whatever. The bigger the world becomes, the more connected, the more internet, the more social, the more, the smaller you can make your community feel like yours is, mm -hmm. the more you're going to win. That is very true. And so if someone cares enough to send me a DM out of the tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands and whatever, the ones who send a message and I just reply back with an emoji or I apply back with a, you know, awesome or, you know, whatever it is, you just made the world very small for them, which connects that tribe. So when you look at it from whether you're local sales, local realtor, local, whatever it is, you look at that community. And you look at the stuff you're posting and the stories you're posting and the stuff they're posting and you're engaging with them and you're commenting with them and you're applying to every message. You, you don't have time to do that. Give me a break. That is such bull crap. Like if I can reply to my messages, you can reply to your messages. Okay. And you're on there doing every single one of them. Do you know how tight knit you just made your community? Yes. Like it is yesterday in the sauna. I spent the whole time other than when I had to sit on the phone before it overheated. Um, going through those last three posts, the reels, I was in a group with a lot of uh, whatever, and then a um, it was Facebook, Instagram, and then that group I was in. And there were hundreds of comments and literally went through on every single one of them and was just like, you know, fire emoji, this, that, thumbs up, do, boop, 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 next, 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 every single person. And something simple as a like is going to make that person yep. very happy. They're like, and they're going to love you even more. We're connected. Yep. We're connected. Yep. Now think about how you can do that locally in a way that you used to have to go get coffee and talk for 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. Now for a moment of their day, they're thinking of you and you're thinking of them connectivity Yep, it took nothing. And that's what social does that a lot of people aren't understanding is as big as the world becomes, the smaller you can make it feel for your community, the more you're going to win. And that's where people are missing it. Anyway, I agree with that. What else? What other trends do we need to talk about? What else you got? Um, I guess we can just talk about, I, I honestly am really curious as to what the next app's going to be. I do believe the YouTube shorts, but I do believe someone's going to come out with something else. You, I wonder about this because I always looked at our platforms because they were new. Mm -hmm. It's like, who's going to win, right? And mm -hmm. I look at it like early TV, right? CBS, Fox, NBC, like those kind of things. But once they hit, those were your network channels. Mm -hmm. There's a big part of me. Um, I mean, look, I'm on Be Real. Like that's another one that came out that, you know, you know, I'm on be real. Like I'm you on do it every single day. I do it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I do. I got kids. I have the app and I've done it maybe like twice and I get the notifications every day. I want to know what my kids are doing. So I'm on be real. But when you talk about the core, this hasn't been a little while now. Like when you look at Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, like it's been a while. It's now. been a long They time. have not gotten overtaken. Now there's been like conservative ones that have come out because people were tired of Twitter censoring everybody. There's been ones that have tried to compete with YouTube because they were tired of YouTube censoring, whatever, but they've got such a grip that I wonder sometimes, is this ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox? Or are they going to, because in the beginning, it was constant rotation. Mm -hmm. Will Vine make it? No, they're not going. Like there was that constant rotation. 
but that was that was early putting the flag in the ground. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like that was new, you know, once Ireland was called a country, it, you know, flags down, you know? And so I'm not, I mean, one thing I know is there's always constant change, but in the short term, there's a lot that have peaked up. There's a lot of TBSs and TNTs. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of for, you know, be real. Yeah. But when you talk about Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, um, Twitter is a big one, although, you know, whatever, when you talk about those types of things, TikTok, we'll see what's going to happen. Um, I don't know. It's such a huge mountain to climb. I don't know. They're not going to go anywhere anytime soon. But what's your, what's your, what's your feeling? Cause you were saying like you, it's going to be next. I just from my view from it going from gift boom to vine, right. To musically, musically over to TikTok, to TikTok, right? somebody is going to come out with a new app. I just know it. I know that somebody is going to come out with a new app and all it takes is just for a few people to start posting on it. I mean, that's what happened with Musical.ly. Just a few people started posting on it and then it became a big thing. And now... But what happens with... So this is where... So like I always talk about with businesses and stuff, I talk about the stickiness of them. And, you know, the reason why it's tough to switch a CRM is because you got all your data in there. Yep. You know, the reason why it's tough to... um, There's just... There's a lot of different things where it's like, well, that's tough because I'm going to get rid of everything. So when you look at these platforms, so for example, I have on YouTube, I have millions of views and I have all of my library and I've got subscribers. So I'm going to give that up to go and start fresh. No. You know, like I'm going to take Facebook where it's giving you memories all the time of your kids and your friendships and your whatever. And uh, it's like giving up an email address. Like you're always going to hold on to that sucker because you don't know what's going to come in. So that's where I kind of go, I don't know, because there was room in the beginning. It's kind of like you have a certain amount of room for a certain number of friends. But once you hit that, you can meet the nicest person in the world. But in your head, you're like, I don't have any room for another good friend. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just no room well, that's that. the thing is you definitely you want to stay consistent on every social media platform that you're on. Like, don't just utilize one and post once a year on the other. Right. Keep it consistent. Post the same stuff. Nothing's wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's um. as far as like Facebook memories go. I mean, I hope Facebook doesn't end anytime soon because yeah. that would be probably a loss for everyone because a lot of people use Facebook every generation. Every uses- every year they go, it's the demise of Facebook. It's going yeah. away. It's good. And it just keeps on growing. It just keeps on growing. Look how much data. I mean, I never even used Facebook until the last two years. And now I'm on Facebook every day. I never thought I would use Facebook. That's anymore. interesting. That's such an interesting market dynamic. But look, one of the most common questions I get when I talk social is what's the, what's the, you know, I know there's all these platforms. What's the one you should use? And whenever I hear that question, I understand where it comes from, but it's like asking me, what's the one piece of clothing you're going to wear today? You can go pants, no shirt, go shoes, nothing mm-hmm. else. You're going to go. That's how ridiculous that question is. There because you got to get fully one. dressed. There's not just one. Mm-hmm. And when people say, well, what's the difference in the platforms, right? So I do go a little bit different on YouTube than I do on Facebook or Instagram uh, a lot of times. But like, it's like, it's like meals. It's like if I came down as an alien and I looked down on this planet, I would look at food and it would all be food. We would be food. But if, no, you know, I mean, like, I mean, food would be food, meaning like, you know, I'd see a banana, I'd see an apple, I'd see a steak. It's all the same. Salad, mm-hmm. lettuce, romaine. They'd be like, you know, what? what are you talking about? It's all lettuce, right? But when you interact in it every single day, you know the difference between breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm-hmm. You know the difference between dessert. You don't have chocolate cake for breakfast. But to the outside world, it's all food. Mm-hmm. So when I hear someone say to me, well, you know, which, what's the one I should be on? Or what's the difference? What I know is that you're not interacting on social. Because 
while from the outside, it's all this bigger social media. I know the difference between Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and I know them when I'm on them. I know there's certain things I'll put on Facebook. I don't put on the other ones. Like a lot of times the things that are more personal family, whatever, I'll put those over there. And then Instagram, mm -hmm. I got my, like, it's because I interact on it every yes. day. And so while it's all food, it's all meals, we know the difference in the meals, right? Mm -hmm. Bacon and eggs is breakfast. We know it doesn't mean you can't have it over here. Mm -hmm. It means we know it's breakfast. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, like that's the difference when, when people don't understand the platforms, it's like, cause you're not interacting in them. Mm -hmm. Once you started interacting, you'd know the difference between Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and like YouTube and whatever, cause it's all food. You got another difference in the meals. And the only way you know that is by eating the meals on a regular basis. So what are your thoughts on realtors having their business Instagram account, mm -hmm. not Facebook page, mm -hmm. business Instagram account, and then personal? Having two different ones? Yes. I hate that. I hate it too, because here's the thing. You're about, missing the point. Yeah, you're missing the point. People want to see what, they want to see you. That's they it. They want to get to know you as a Here's person. what they don't want. They don't want a business account with nothing but listings and open houses. Absolutely not. That's called, I'll follow it because I know you, but I'm not actually going to follow it. Exactly. The okay. only thing that makes that open house worthwhile is because you're doing it. Mm -hmm. And the only reason why I care about you doing it is because I care about all the other areas of your life. Mm -hmm. Now it matters to me. Mm -hmm. That's why we love actors and actresses. That's why when Tom Hanks is playing in a whatever, we know Tom Hanks. And we're like, oh, there's Tom Hanks. It's not, it's not, look at that amazing character. I want to mm -hmm. go watch this movie because that looks like an amazing plot. You know, it's like Tom Hanks is playing opposite of, and you're like, I want to go see that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Tom Hanks is opposite Denzel Washington. What's the plot? Mm -hmm. That's secondary, but primary is the personality. Yeah. Right. And so when you create a separate Instagram business, in, you're, you're showing that you don't understand that, the plot is secondary. Mm -hmm. The personality is primary. Yep. Okay. And so it's okay to put business and personal up on that sucker because Nothing it's you, because it. yep. it's you. So if you have two different Instagram pages, delete one and focus on one people there. If you do that, watch your engagement go up by a hundred. Yeah, Seriously. Crazy. It's crazy. Facebook, you have to, because you, in order to run ads, you can only run ads yeah. on a business page Facebook's or on my different. fan page. So in order for me to have a business or a fan page, I have to have a personal profile. Facebook makes you do that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Instagram, that's not the case. Instagram, I can have a business, you know, people are always like, should I do a personal account, business account? I always say go business now because the algorithm changed a long time ago where it didn't make a difference, business or personal, but it gave you uh, all of the analytics mm -hmm. and it gave you the ability to boost and promote. I've and always it gave had a you the ability. Instagram yeah. Account. It's well, there was a time when uh, there's a video out there where I didn't recommend it because it was similar to Facebook in the sense that the algorithm would not show business mm -hmm. uh, pages. Uh, and then it changed. Yep. And they were like, doesn't matter. Either one's good. We're mm -hmm. not going to, we're not going to detract for mm -hmm. you having a business. So once you go business now, now you're able to have your phone number, all your information, everything in the contact. Um, you're, you're able to boost posts and promote posts. Um, you're, you'll you're, also see what posts do the best. That's my point. You're able to now see the, the mm -hmm. insights on what's working, what's not, who's your demographic, what's your, there's all these things you could do. You couldn't do with a personal but having two is just, it's just adding work. It is. I agree. Yeah. It's not the year. Look, uh, uh, 1998. Sure. There was a veil between business and personal. And your account's not going to grow if you're only posting listings and yeah. stuff like that. Nobody cares it's about that It's not going to happen. Yeah. Nobody cares. Again, we tell all of our social media marketing clients, like try to post as much personal stuff as possible. Like if you engage with your community, all send us pictures, like just yeah. send us stuff so we can post because people, they want to see you. They want to see your personality. Yes. They want to see who your team is as a whole. Like 
they don't want to just see your listing. Connect personally. Yep. That's it. That's how we are. You know, like I said, if we learned anything during COVID, people needed people. Yes. You know, you, you don't just go and isolate and not see anybody and think the world's just going to be okay. You know, like people need people and people want to connect with people and people want to live through your story and people mm -hmm. want to, you know, like that's, that's the thing we learn from that, you mm -hmm. know? So yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan. Um, I think it, I think it, I think it shows uh, a certain um, ignorance to how thin the veil is now between personal and business. Mm -hmm. You know, just the fact that I'm sitting here like this, that's the world we live in now. Mm -hmm. It doesn't discredit my message. It doesn't discredit getting up in front of an arena. It adds to it. It does. I You're agree. like, he does that. He's sitting there with his dog next to him. Didn't even do his hair. He's going to pick up his boys from school and his hair. And then he goes and stands in front of an arena. Mm -hmm. Now I can actually relate to that. You know, like that's a different thing now. People you know? want to relate to you. That's it. That's People... the biggest thing right now with social media is they want to be able to relate. Yeah. We love Superman because we know he's Clark Kent. It's the second Superman example today, but it's the truth. It's what makes him so like amazing is we're like the guy just fumbling over himself. Yeah. The guy who doesn't know how to talk to a girl, like the guy, like that's Superman. Mm -hmm. I could be Superman, you know, like that's, it's a different thing. So I do want to make sure we, we cover something that I know was in your notes that uh, I think is really important. Um, is you talked about prioritizing SEO. Yes. So why don't you kind of tell people what SEO is and tell us what you mean by that? So you want to prioritize SEO right now because when people, the first thing people are going to do when they're looking to sell or buy a home, they're going to go on Google because it's the number one search engine and they're going to search realtors near me. And what's going to come up is a hundred different names. And let me just tell you the first name that comes up they have a really good SEO. And by that, What's I mean SEO, like you want to search tell engine optimization. optimization. You're going to get crucified, by the way, for saying realtors, like realtors, realtors are going to kill you. Like it's realtors. Yeah. So it's realtors. realtors. And this is a thing in the real estate oh, community. Sorry, oh, they can't stand it when people oh. say realtors. Okay. No one hate me for that. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, don't worry, guys. I handled it for all of you out there. Don't send her messages. Yeah. Please don't do that. To oh, me. it's like a joke at conferences. They're like realtors. There's no A. It's just, yeah, just realtors. I mean, I can barely even say egg, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so anyway, so SEO, search engine optimization, okay. Yeah, so there's a different um, sources that you can use for it. It's really just getting your name out there. And here's the thing about it, though, is you can't just go ahead and pay for it and your name's going to come up right away. Yeah. You're going to be the first one. It doesn't work like that. It does take time. You yeah. still have to build it organically. Yep. And organic ways are you just posting the inter on the internet. Like yeah. that's all organic SEO, but you can also pay for SEO and you could pay for your name to pop up everywhere. Just it's going to take time. Meaning but, when you say you can pay for your name to pop up, are, are you talking about uh pay-per-click? Are you talking about retargeting? Uh, like, like, what are you talking about? I'm talking about SEO. Okay. Just, I guess you could say something like pay-per-click, but not really. It's just like when, if you search right now on your phone, the only example I have is extermination, but that's because okay. that's what I worked in before. I'm yeah. going to search um, pest control near me. Yeah. And uh, it's just, it's really, a lot of it has to do with Google ads too and AdWords. Yeah. So that's, so I guess, yeah, pay-per-click. Yeah. Um, it's really important right now and you definitely want to prioritize it, especially in your local markets. And, and, and be looking at, okay, so here's, here's a little, uh, here's a little trick uh, that I've been talking about at events lately is and this is such a pro tip and it's like gold for anybody who takes this. Okay. When you go and you Google something, right. And you Google best agent in blank mm -hmm. or number one or whatever it is, right. 
all those search results come up, right? And um, what you'll notice is, is you'll notice uh, people who end up at the top, you want to see why they end up at the top. But about halfway down the page, it's going to say people also searched. And what you're going to see is about six to eight specific searches that Google is now showing you. Mm -hmm. And what they're telling you is make videos with this exact title mm -hmm. because Google just showed you their algorithm. Mm -hmm. And they're like, when they say people also search, it's their way of being like, Let's fix this for you. Yeah. This is not what this is. You know, that's not what you search. Here's what we're going to return. And so you take, and you could do that with anything. You could do that with finding a mortgage broker. You could do that with, you know, like exterminator. You could do it with whatever. Search whatever you're going to search. Act normal. Go halfway down the page. It says people also searched. There'll be about six to eight, eight to 10 different searches that Google's showing you. Google is telling you their algorithm. Literally go make videos with those exact titles. And, and in the same way, YouTube, Organic SEO, that's, that's it. it is. Google just gave you their algorithm. Yep. Look at YouTube, YouTube, you go on YouTube and you, you search, um, you know, whatever best way to sell your home in blank or whatever it is, right? Don't worry about the exact returns that show up in YouTube. What you're looking for is on the right-hand side where it shows those recommended, mm -hmm. you know, that little Google vortex, I mean, that little YouTube vortex that shows up, look for local videos that have 23,972 views, local. Mm -hmm. What you wanna do is you wanna go shoot videos that have those exact titles. Start siphoning off the views from those videos because what YouTube is showing you is that's our algorithm. Mm -hmm. That's what we're showing to people right there. And that right there, uh, everybody who's listening right now, everybody who's watching, is one of the quickest, easiest ways that you can figure out what's the smartest thing for me to create for a title for my videos, like, cause they're giving you their algorithm with they their are. people also searched. Yep. It's like, here you go. Now, what do you do with it? Now, a lot of you hear that and you're like, that's so freaking simple though. Why have I never done that? Well, who do you know that does that? Just shows how, how dumb most of us are about the internet and how mm -hmm. most of us are about YouTube and how most of us are about how search actually works. That's one of the quickest, easiest, quickest, simplest pro tips that you could do right away and you could do it with a lot of different things honestly the internet seems so complicated and just technology and whole but it's really not yeah it's not i mean that was a great example of that is that the internet seems so hard but they're literally giving you the material you need what's the site um not ask the public what's the name of the site uh the one that i uh shoot this is gonna bother me um i wish i had a search here so i could actually give me two seconds and i will find this because i know that i have this somewhere there's an actual site, which of course I can't remember. Answer the public. Answer the uh, public.com. When you go on answerthepublic.com, what you can do, look at this right here. You actually go on here and you type in in your local area, very specific things, right? Wow. Uh, like you could say like a uh, best real estate coach or whatever it is, shows you like 360 different, different topics, the why, how, when, where, the exact searches people do. And you know now, that's what I got to title this video as. That's the exact title I'm going to use right there. And answerthepublic.com actually shows you what people in your area, when you put your location, mm -hmm. the exact things that they search around the topic that you just put in now you know the exact title That's to use on tool. your video it's that an amazing tool. tool amazing tool however if you are me or andrea do not use that website how come because me and andrea are health freaks and anytime we have a headache or something oh. we think there's something more serious and we would probably go on that website to search it that's too funny i just joked about that at the advance at another event i said we become so extreme that like 
we get the sniffles, we go on WebMD and we figure out we have two weeks to live. It's like, when you get out of the shower, are you still wet? When you wake up in the morning, are you still a little tired? You might be dead in two weeks. And it's just like, whoa, whoa, like yeah, this is insane. Yeah. Yeah, I'm one of those people. Yeah, when you step in mud, is your foot dirty? Well, then you might be dead in two weeks. Chris said something to me last week and I ended up going to the dermatologist the next day. Oh my God. Because he gave me anxiety over it. So that is just for her to say, you are fine. It is normal. That's crazy. Like I said, so here's the funny thing. We could probably meet in the middle because I'm the exact opposite. I always assume everything's just fine. You know what I mean? Like until I get evidence to the contrary, I'm like. I used to never think about this stuff. And I, I mean, maybe it was COVID. Maybe it wasn't COVID. I have no idea. What I think it been. messed up a lot of people. I think, I think COVID messed up a lot of I mean, people. I do think having a kid also influences that because like, I would say I want to be my healthiest best version of myself. Of course. I don't know. I just, I don't know. That's the, the kid thing is one of the reasons why I do the did you sweat today's and everything. Mm -hmm. It's uh, it's uh, you want to be around with your kids. You want to see your grandkids grow up. Like you have to have the foresight to realize I'm not there yet. I'm not at that age. That I'm not whatever, but influence on I'll me be around. because like, I think about my mom with the cancer. Right. So Maybe it's just me. I always want to make sure I'm okay. Yeah, I don't know if you want to touch that or not, but you you had an experience where your mother passed away when you were young. Yeah. Uh, and so that obviously- That uh, plays a huge role because uh, I think about how I have my own son now and- That's a huge part to do. It's a huge thing. Like I want to- My mom never got to meet him. I want to be able to meet his kids one yeah. day if he has kids. Like I want to be- and I just, I was just talking about this with the office, like not too long ago, but my mom was only 56 when she passed away. Which is not old. Not uh, old at all. But then my aunt, which was her only sister, yeah. also passed away at 56 from a heart attack. So you start to hear that. You start to see these things, like these trends in my family. And I mean, my dad's side, they're all pretty healthy, but yeah. I see the trends on my mom's side and it scares me. So like, I always want to make sure I'm okay. And my health is very important to me right now. Yeah. Cause like you know what's possible. Thing. Yeah. Everybody assumes you're going to be around forever, but then you see stuff and you're like, I was thinking about this the other day with like, uh, something came up about the Kobe Bryant yeah. uh, thing. And I'm just like, did that really happen? I know. That's not supposed to be able to happen. No. You know, like that's, that's not like, I know people die every day, but Kobe Bryant, I'm like, didn't he like jump out of the helicopter right before it landed? Yeah. And he's like hiding out somewhere. Like, it's just like, uh, you do. Yeah. You realize my, my son won't like me telling the story, but, um, the the John Mayer song "Stop This Train" used to make my son ball because it was such a reality of like if you go look at the lyrics on that song about only being good at being young and how he's one generation away from living life on his own and all these kinds of things. His whole thing was, uh, "Dad, I need you to be around. Like I need my kids to like be like yeah. I need you to have a relationship with my kids. I need them to know you. I need yeah. them to whatever." And it was this listening to that song was like his first reality that like dad's not going to be here one day like that is what it's a scary feeling yeah what from like, someone what are we talking about yeah. it is a scary feeling and although the grief never I just saw something on Facebook actually is that the grief never really ends it's just you grow around it yeah so you become a bigger person and eventually the grief eventually in time it starts to lower to, but yeah. then there's moments like when I graduated last year, like, wow, my mom didn't get to see me graduate from college, yeah. but it would have been cool if she was here. There's things like that. Like you want, like, I wish my mom was there to see Brayden being born. Like yeah. I wish that stuff had happened. I just told my aunt because my aunt was seriously like the last person on my mom's side to be yeah. alive. And I told her like a month before she had her heart attack was 
I need you to live until you're like 85. Like seriously, like you need to be around, like you need to see Braden grow up and then life just happens. You never know. I remember you saying that. That's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, that definitely has something to do with it. It hits. It hits. Because you're thinking when you look at how much of what happens to people, well, there's two sides to this. Uh, a, a lot of stuff that happens to people is because they just wasn't preventative. They didn't catch something quick enough. But then the other side I would say to you is, is it's something like almost 70% of all disease was completely preventable. Just It's just stress related. Like stress causes so much preventable disease because it just, the way it messes up our body and messes things up and lack of exercise and all these other kinds of things that are happening where it's like this counter thing where it's like you start to care too much then it turns into stress and then you cause something because you're too stressed and it's just like comes from a good place, but ultimately ends up backfiring. And I honestly think that's me. And I think a lot of it also has to do with the fact that my mom knew she had cancer before she actually went to go get it treated, which, yeah, she hid it from us for quite a while. Oh, like she knew and didn't want to get it yeah. treated. And the most messed up part is I was 13 and I actually Wait. knew, but I didn't know no. It's what was the like, thought process behind that? Like I, she was thinking it would just go away? I don't think she, I don't know what her thought process was behind it. I really don't. I don't know if she, she knew she had it. I wish she just went earlier. I don't know if it's just because she has seven kids. I was going to say, probably didn't want to scare everybody. And then there's also this feeling of, because you never go through death. It's like, well, I'm not going to die. Like, you know, because I've never never had that. Yeah, that's my point is that you have this feeling of invincibility where it's like, well, that can't happen. That's never happened. Mm -hmm. So why would that happen? Well, of course, it's the only thing that happens once. Right. So it's probably a protection of the kids and not wanting to freak everybody out. And But it freaks everyone out because my brothers refuse to go to the doctors and I'm like, beg them. And I'm like, please. You mean to this day? or To this day, they like are super weird about going to doctors and they actually recently just started. And I'm really happy because I just view it as everyone like. Like we gotta be, I want to be healthy. That's old old school thinking there. That's, that's the whole, if I don't get diagnosed, I don't have anything. Yeah. Just be okay. I'm the opposite. I diagnose myself and then scare myself. I was going to say there's a, there's a middle, (laughs) there is a balance. There is a, what was I just going through? I forget exactly what it was, but I was just going through uh, something with Linda and uh, was freaking her out a little bit. And, uh, and I just said, uh, Hey, let me tell you what we're not going to do. We're not going to worry about things that haven't happened. You know, like, we're just not going to do that. Right. There's that old line. Um, or search Google and freak yourself out. That's exactly <laughs> it, right? Remember that? Remember that? There's that old line, right? When you worry, you suffer twice. Yes. You know, once when you worry about it and once if it ever actually happens, right? There's just like, those things are such common uh, phrases, whatever, but I actually believe them. I really do. Cause I'm like, we're not stopping anything by, think about all the things you worry about and the 99 out of hundred never happen, but you still cause the stress on your body to where it affects and causes other things. Mm-hmm. Like this wasn't worth it, right? It's okay to be concerned about something and saying, let's go check this out. Let's whatever. But there's this other level that people go to where it's just like, it takes over their life. And it's like, and they go down this road where it's like, it's already happened. Here's what's going to happen here. Here's what, what am I going to do with this one? And is, you know, it's just like, nothing's happened. And that was literally the moment I had to be, because uh, I could see her doing that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, Hey, none of that's real. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like none of that is real. Mm-hmm. It literally was all right here. I used to do that. I used to do that, but I, I got over it. We I just had that with it's bad anymore. We had that with the house selling and like something happened with the buyer or whatever. And it's like, uh, she's like, well, then this can happen. What if that happens? What if that? I'm like, whoa, we literally just had an inspection scheduled. Yeah. None of that happened. Stop talking about the what is. Yeah. None of that has happened. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's very easy, especially when you're going through an experience where you haven't gone through it before. Uh, if you're a person who prepares or is used to controlling things or is used to whatever of just going, okay, 
you play it out. What's going to happen here? What's the, you know, where's it going to go next? Where's it going to go next? And then, then you're messing with this thing, the mind, which very rarely understands the difference between conscious and subconscious. So once you go, you know, subconscious on something and you think about it to your mind, it's just as real. You know, if I go like this up your arm and somebody's behind you, they say, there's a spider on you. You don't see my hand doing that up your arm in your mind. There's a, there's a huge freaking spider on you and you will react. Kevin James had a great bit one time. Um, you guys know Kevin James, right? Kevin James, he was from, uh, what's that show? Oh yeah. 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 It's so funny. I was going to go to the sitcom, but yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. King of Queens. But, um, he has a great bit in his standup where he talks about going on a guy's trip and they're, they're out there, uh, for the first time he's water skiing, you mm-hmm. know, he's up there and then he falls in the the water and he's holding onto the thing. And he's waiting for them to get reset and get going. And he says, I learned that day that I scream the same way if a great white attacks my right leg or if a piece of seaweed touches my foot because <laughs> cuz to him he's just in the water yeah. like a like a like a meal piece of seaweed touches his foot and he was just in jaws like he's you know what i mean and right here it was all the same yeah it's all the same yeah you know this is a powerful True. thing right here it's a powerful thing right here like it's you know i wrote a book once called get out of your way but it's it's all this. It. Yeah, it's all this. It's all this. Like it's just mind, mind, mind. Most of us mind screw ourselves. Mm-hmm. If that's even a thing. But I do every day. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, any other uh, anything else we need to talk about? Any other um, social things we should talk about? We covered. I think we covered the gambit. I think we covered everything. Did we got a nice long podcast going on here, which yeah. uh, which goes a lot of different directions. Yeah. So awesome. You want to tell people how to uh, connect with you? Yeah, I mean, you can connect with me at Jarger Media. There you go. Jargermedia.com. Yeah. J A R J A M E D I A. That's really it. Yeah. <laughs> Sound like you want to be connected with. Um, you people. can send me an email. What's your talk? What's it's you? Alexis at, you can either do Alexis at Jargermedia.com or. You can do Alexis at jaredjamestoday.com. Yeah, we have the two of them. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of people don't know this. You are kind of the force behind uh, the advance now. Yes. Planning everything and getting that. So for all of you that were thrilled with this last year's advance and how everything came together and how organized it was and everything else, that was our girl Lex over here just stressing in the background. Absolutely. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, so that's good. That's good. Uh, I thought she did an amazing job with that. I saw you just sent me the uh, outline for 2023 advance. Yes, it's starting. October 23rd, 24th, Yeah. right? October 23rd, 24th, Nashville, guys, get your tickets. Back to Nash. Guaranteed, we'll probably have the largest audience we've ever had there. So get your tickets, guys, jaredjamestoday.com forward slash advance. Um, as always, uh, uh, love everybody who listens here, watches here. We hope we get a chance to work with you guys, whether it's through coaching or uh, whether it's through uh, working with you as a social marketer or working with you with a transaction coordinator, uh, cleareredandclosed.com. They'll change your life. As you know, we had uh, we had them on the last podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed this. We covered a lot of different topics. Um, so hope you enjoyed it. As usual, if you did, share it with someone else. Make sure you give it a five-star rating, a thumbs up, anything you can do on it, depending on what platform you are. Make sure you're subscribed. Uh, go to connectwithjared.com. Connect on all the platforms, guys. I got a lot of travels coming up. 
uh, upcoming here that I find boring, but that you will find interesting as we talked Absolutely. about earlier. Yeah. I wish I could travel all the time. Oof, I'm going to Miami next that week. Just, so. That just, when you when I hear someone say, I wish I could travel all the time, that tells me they don't travel all the time. Because when you travel all the time, all you want to do is be home. People are like, what's your favorite city? Home. That's my favorite city. That is by far my favorite city. It's like cold state of Connecticut. It doesn't even matter. If I lived in Antarctica, just something about being home. When you're I, I jumping agree. around- yeah, Tom wants to live in Antarctica. Yeah, well, you're a whack job. Yeah, he is. Um, but no, there's no, there's tra- traveling is what almost made me stop doing public speaking because mm-hmm. it gets so exhausting. It just takes. I mean, I wouldn't everything do it as out much of as you because I mean, I'm going to Miami for three days next week, and by the second day, I'm going to be ready to go. That's home. fun travel. I think I just like to get on a plane. I just I like planes. Say, get away, go yeah. do something. Yeah. Everybody needs a little Some. break. Go get away. Absolutely, I'm with you. By the way. The sun thing. It's just different. It is so different. Being warm. I'm sorry, Tom. It's better than being cold. Absolutely. Yeah, and everyone's entitled to be a serial killer too. And that's the only kind of person that would think cold is better than warm. I don't think that's true. I don't think anybody's entitled. You know who wouldn't agree with that? A serial killer. I agree. Okay. You have something to tell us? I don't think so. Are you sure? I don't think I'm like... I don't have the, that mentality, unfortunately. Of, yeah, I guess. I mean, that's serious. what a serial killer would say. Yeah. Um, just, I think so. What person, when I just said that, would go, that adds up. I think I have the mentality of a person who murders people. An actual serial <laughs> I think they'd be smart enough yeah. to be like, no, no, most of them are geniuses, man. Like, come on, they're smart enough. Tom, you are a genius, so. Look at that. This is not helping my case now. I know. I'll tell you what, he's not smart enough to like warm weather. Yes. That hurts your that case. That really scares me. That hurts your case. Yeah, that's insane. Anyway, the warmth does something. Like I just looked at when I go to Uruguay, it's like 85 every day. As you guys know, I just got back from Mexico. It, my son said to me, my, my, uh, my younger son, he was like, dad, the sun just does something to you. It does. And I was like, yeah, man. Just like, makes you happier. Oh, it's yeah. especially when we live where we do live. It yeah. is just... and guys, just to be clear for everybody, I don't mind three of the four seasons. The winter, this straight season. out of Game of Thrones. It's yes. like winter is coming. Yeah. You know, and every flight Full one first too. Oh god. Like one day it's 75, the next we're in 30 degree weather. When I was just in Vegas, it was like cold every day. And everybody was like, What is this? It was a cold yeah. it's great for the conference though. Nobody could sit by the pool. Everybody was in the sessions. Mm-hmm. So not so bad, you know. Um, anyway, anyway, the warmth does do something. It's why we do Nashville. It's a good time in October. That's a yes. that's a that's a nice time of the year. You don't know what you're you generally are gonna get like 70s though. Um, but it's different every year, but generally you'll get right around that. Who knows? But uh, anyway, so Uruguay, though, is supposed to be in the 80s. I can't wait for that. Tell us. My other two places are cold, though. Uh, so that's not fantastic. But anyway, thank you, everybody. Thank you for watching and listening. Uh, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you stay connected, guys. Uh, we're going to do more of these. Got more of these coming out. I'm actually thinking of doing another one. I know we did one with Linda where I talked about her home buying or selling process, what decision she was going to make. We made some decisions. So we're going to do a podcast on that and kind of update everybody on what's going on there. Uh, Love y'all. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Lex, for being on. It was a pleasure. Tom, thanks for being heard. You're not on camera, but thanks for being heard. Well, you know, serial killers don't deserve to be uh, here. He did just refer to himself. Yeah, you did. You did just give it up. I mean, if anything were to happen, if people started disappearing locally, that is tape they would go back it to. was tom yeah sorry <laughs> i mean nobody went there like what are you what are you talking about right now? tom you were probably wow. the person behind the door 
Wow. The when it hit me. Wow. I no, seriously, I got hit um with the bathroom door last week and it busted open my lip. Really? I think it was Tom. Did you? Looking at he was smell waiting. blood like he a shark. Was, he was waiting. He was trying to take me out. Like a shark. Because he was laughing at me too when I came in. That makes that adds up. He's laughing yeah. right now. Yeah. He's laughing right now. It's kind of funny. All right. Well. All I know is your persona changed because in the beginning, she's like, he's a great guy. He's been a 50 year old. You said 40. I'm going 50 uh, ever since whatever. And now. So now I'm a really nice 50 year old serial killer that likes the polls. Just saying you need to update your Instagram bio. I guess so. Yes. Okay? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Because everyone knows whatever you put in that bio, it's real. Yes. Okay. And that is why I'm a real estate coach. Because it says it in there. Okay. On that note, everybody. Have a great day. Hope this was helpful. Hope you got a good workout in or something like that. We'll see you guys soon. Talk to you. Thanks so much for listening. Please take a moment and go to www.connectwithjared.com to connect with Jared James on all the platforms you are active on. And please remember to subscribe and leave a positive review on the platform you are listening on if you enjoyed the podcast.